Hey, you, yeah, I'm talking to you. You right there watching this video, waiting for this live stream to start, or just watching the membership video, man, and why you should join the membership. Let's talk about it real quick, expeditiously. Um, we got the three levels. You got the rookie level, you got loyalty badges, you got custom emoji badges, and you have members on the live stream. As we get more people flowing in uh, to join the membership, I have members only live chat. That means everybody can see the video that want to see the video, but only members would be able to check. That's three dollars a rookie. Dog star, you get personal shout outs before the videos, maybe after the video, mostly likely before the videos. Um, you give a priority to reply in the chat. Uh, so as soon as I see you, I reply before anybody else. Get early access to pretty much all my non-boxing videos. Um, there. $10 a month. Then we got the boxing pound for pound superstar for all my boxing boys and, and gals out there. Get early access to prediction and most of our boxing content, virtual video collaborations, and open debate. So, you know, if you want to pre record or go live and debate me for a whole video, you got you. You got early access to new videos, some of the videos in the All Stars will too. And priority reply in the comments. So, I see in the comments you get priority reply. No instant $20 a month. So, uh, let me know what you guys do, what you think. Don't have a Patreon no more. So, Here's where you're going to get some of that exclusive content I used to have on the Patreon. Peace. All right, man. Let's get to it. I ain't going to be long. Uh, Jamel Charlo went undisputed by stopping Car Brian Carlos Stones and Tiff Brown last night. Errol Spence has some more words for Terrence Crawford's trainer. Bo Max says that he's a 5'7", super heavyweight that don't have no discipline. And how you not going to be disciplined and tell fighters to be disciplined and Seen Jerron Boosin his call out Spence last night, and you know, um, he becomes Errol Spence's IVF mandatory. So make sure you thumbs up the video, share the video, subscribe channel, subscribe button, hit the bell icon button, hit all notifications, increase your chance, get notifications. We go live and drop the video. Um, check my link tree link out. Um, excuse me, you can find me everywhere by hitting the link tree link, it's pinned in the live chat, uh, right here. Um, it's also first link in description every description in the description every video that I, that I produce it take you to my YouTube Twitch Spotify anchor cash App, Venmo PayPal you know Spotify the whole nine so make sure y'all check that out um my bad but uh but yeah Jamil Charlo last night uh he got the job done uh DW who fights the onus not sure he said, damn, you on hella early. It's two in the afternoon where I'm at on the West Coast. It's seven o'clock here. So it's late where I'm at. But two Evan Ennis, no, but two Ennis is going the IBF route. And but two Ev just was low. I guess I guess you could say but two Ev. I thought you were talking about staying honest. I doubt it. You know, he just lost. So what's the point of that? It ain't like he ever held a, a real world title. So he says, let's see if Shakira with Channel Slomachenko. I really don't really want to see that Shakira. His prime against one of the best technical fighters. Salute. He said, I don't know who stops stops the honest. Uh nobody stops the honest so far. So, you know, it is what it is. But you got the IBF and you know, why would he risk that versus boots when you got a a multi-million dollar probably title shot, at least a million dollar title shot uh coming in, you know, Jamil. They both get him and Jerron and his both get world titles, then it makes sense to uh unify but at this point it really don't make no sense to put him in there but last night uh we had a discussion about where jamil charlo ranks on the pound for pound list right and um like i said before he in my top five he was already number seven coming into last night um 
A lot of people say you got to put them above Spence. I mean, like I said before, pound for pound list is subjective to what people believe. But then again, once you look at it, it's a combination of popularity, eye test, you know, hardware, and really pound for pound really means moving up or moving down the weight class, the weight classes, you know. So it's just a combination of all of that, right? And, um, skill set and all that type of stuff but like i said before you know i see canelo lose every round and people still got ellie setback still got a number one and to me how do you lose every round and i just let you know just let you know it's time foolery in the game he's he's literally he got swept by floyd mayweather every round he lost every round in my book and then beaver beat him he could people can beat him 10 through 9 3 8 4 he really beat him like nine three. So how are you pound for pound king and you getting sweat? And on top of that, you're not even fighting the best available talent, right? So he was pound for pound just based off his activity for me over Crawford, and Crawford not being active enough. That's kind of why I gave him the edge over Crawford number one. But when you lose the way you lost to uh, to uh, to Beaver, and people still got you know how you got number one and you lost. Come on, think, how you not? Not only did you lose, it wasn't a competitive loss. Like dog, you got dog walked. That just lets you know how much, how many, how much you know how many, these dudes are ass kissers. He got dog walked. I ain't never seen Charlo lose like that. I ain't never seen Terrence Crawford lose like that. I ain't never seen Earl Spence lose like that. I ain't never seen the New York lose like that. And and people still have a Loma Chang on their list, and he lost to a fucking prospect. <laughs> And he lost to a dude with, with, with seven or ten losses who's a politician now. So how is he still on the list? And he would do Lomachenko. Do Lomachenko even got 10 losses, 10, 20 fights? You know? No, he got 18 fights and two losses. How the hell is he pound for pound? Figure deal me so. Like I said before, like he literally lost every fucking round. Damn near. He lost every round to Floyd, damn near every round to Beaver. And how he still pound for pound number one. Oh, he took a risk, and hey, you know, it is what it is. He took a risk. He got shut out. Thought he was supposed to be a great fighter. Floyd Mayweather moved up the ranks. De La Hoya moved up the ranks. Uh, Thomas Hearns and Sugar Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran moved up the ranks. Ain't no damn way he's still number one. And, that, and a part of that, him being number one, is they don't want to give it to Terrence Crawford. They can't give it to a New York way. He just went life and death with uh, – he just went life and death with – uh. With Donair. And they trying to give it to a heavyweight and Uzi is literally the term is literally pound for pound. That's the literal term of it. And they trying to keep as many black fighters off of there because you know why. Bud stay away from 54 Charleston Tony Harrison beat Bud. That's your opinion. <laughs> That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Come on. You might as well be telling Earl Spence to stay the fuck away from up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, beat his ass too, probably. <laughs> that'd be killing me oh he posed to be scared you think that shit scared him last night no Lavin salute watch him stay on this yeah he's a solid fighter nothing special he said you expect Jamel to go uh, go to 54 next or he defend his title no point of defending your title what's the point of paying 12 percent of your sanctioning fees to defend the title what's the point find the door not gonna give you no more popularity to what you got you know he don't have no marquee vic, no real marquee victory. That's that's elite. And a lot of these fighters don't. They don't have what Canelo, you know, you know, 
have on a, on a nightly basis, and that's part of the reason why people still hold them account highly. You know, that's why he should want to fight Terrence Crawford to put that to put that elite win on his resume. That's what Bernard Hopkins pretty much made his name off of was title defenses and fight fucking welterweights. Marvin Hagler too. All his most of his marquee fights was welterweights or uh junior middleweight and John the Beast Mugabe moving up. So, you know, and like I said last night, it was a fantastic performance. You know, he used what he learned under Ronnie Shields. He slid on the ropes. You know, he boxed well, used his hand speed, you know, mixed in the touching punches, mixed in the hard punches. And, um, you know, he just touched, 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 and Castanos didn't bring a jab, and it was over for Castanos. You know, he don't have enough power to, to hurt Charlo with one shot, even though he hurt Charlo, but he, he never was able to follow up versus Charlo. He never was able to follow up because he didn't use a jab. You know, he couldn't cut the ring off. Without a jab, it's going to be hard for him to cut the ring off and close the distance. You know, it was going to be hard. You know, and, you know, he yeah, he landed that, that, that lead right hand on, on Charlo because Charlo kept his lead hand down. But other, other than that, bro, he was in it, but, you you know, you can see it starting to slip away after the six, and in the seventh, he really should have been knocked out in the seventh. If we if we being honest, he should he should have went he shouldn't have went ten, but Charlo Charlo didn't capitalize on having him hurt, and lo and behold, Charlo just touched him and he broke him down, and Castanos was hurt from the seventh on back. Isn't you know, it's not it's nothing that that he could do. His legs was gone, and he didn't expect that shot to break him down, but it did. It did, and he deserved all the credit in the world for beating Castanos. But you know, the point I was I pointed out last night, you know, he didn't beat nobody of elite name status, and I guess that's what make 154 pounds 154 pounds. It's just you know a whole bunch of nine names, whole bunch of fighters that got limitations, and he was the king of that. Wasn't a who's who's name of 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 of, of a division. You know, they were all guys that, that you know, you know, Lubin was supposed to be the prodigy. You know, Castanos, most people didn't know where the hell he came from. I think he did beat Sergey Dubrachenko in the World Series of Boxing. You can find that on YouTube. You know, Tony Harrison, people wrote him off after the Jared Hurd and Willie Nelson fight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Charlo had been here a long time, and it took a long time coming getting them belts. But, you know, the best opposition in that division left. All the names that, you know, he should have fought in that division that probably would have made him closer to a pay-per-view star that he didn't get to fight. He was promised to fight Canelo. Canelo did something else. Demetrius Andrade, he signed to fight him. Andrade did something else. He didn't want to fight Eris Lonnie Lar. Lar was calling him out. There was no longer a training stable mates. He didn't fight Eris Lonnie Lar. And we'll talk about that in a minute. That might can happen. At 160 pounds, you know, didn't get a crack at uh, you know, Floyd Mayweather, obviously, you know, didn't get a crack at Jaime Munguia, didn't get a crack at uh, Miguel Cotto. I forgot they offered the Cotto fight to Spence. That shit, Spence should have took that shit, but uh, that's another story for another day. So you know, if you're talking about you know what's really next for him, really, you know, if if Earl Spence and Crawford don't fight or Crawford beat Earl Spence, then, you know, for him, that that's, you know, that's glory right there. 
Now you're talking about putting yourself in a super fight. Why wouldn't you want to do that? But nobody know how you feel. And he and they and the Charlos will tell you probably they don't control their careers. They get told who to fight, when to fight, you know, where to fight, and that's what they do. But stand and fight Fondor and Tim Zoo. I mean, unless you unless you're willing to travel abroad and Australia offering you the big bag, makes no sense. Fondor makes no sense. I can see West 60 if you make it that far. A lot of the alternative options at 54, you undisputed. I got every belt. I don't have to fight you. He, you know, his brother talked about uh, moving up to 68 and letting him move up to 60. Fine. That Laura problem still there. Laura a little bit older. Chris Eubanks, you know, you can fight him. Jaime McGuire come back down after Danny Jacobs. You can fight him, but you fight Gennady Golovkin. You know, Demetrius Andrade still the champion at 160 pounds. So, you know, he got he got some options there. And he might he might have an opportunity to put some marquee names, but there were no there will not be another opportunity that I could foresee where um he will have if, if Crawford was to be Spencer, Spencer's to be Crawford. There's no opportunity where he can have super we can have an opportunity of superstardom like that. No opportunity. You know, a lot of these, you know, he thought, you know, it was a good fight. It was legacy yesterday, but it wasn't, uh, wasn't, you know, uh, 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 and you'll see in the viewership numbers, it wasn't publicity. It was a lot of C's, legacy, you know, dominancy, if that's a word. But it wasn't last night for him. It wasn't popular. It didn't pop up on, on ESPN. It didn't top, come in on ESPN uh, Sports Center. It wasn't no popularity. He fought in the tennis court. That he still didn't, and he did fill it up. It, they sold, they gave away a lot of tickets, and I know that for a fact. So now that he got the hardware, now it's time to do what Terrence Crawford starting going to do, and that's put the cherry on top and get high profile fights. And he should be willing to go up there and fight a welterweight and make his name. Many other, uh, many of guys in his position in higher weight classes, they made a living off of fighting welterweights. Seven on four salute uh sean what's going on he said hell no nah. what you mean hell no nah. you know errol smith could lose them same people get his dick out your, out your mouth he very well could because i don't said he dropped him in the amateurs y'all be killing me y'all be killing me that nigga almost got knocked out by ugas but nobody want to talk about that like come on he goes to two-way street he can go up there and lose too what you think about zuga and yoga i don't really care about them them, them straw weights nobody cares to be honest my, I stopped watching that. Uh, I ain't staying up in no two, three in the morning and watch some damn niggas that wear that weigh my ankle. You know what I'm saying? I stop at one fifteen. That's it. One fifteen or one twelve at the most. Yeah, that's it. I don't pay attention to the straw weights, the paper weights, none of that, man. Them niggas don't be hurting each other. Don't nobody in America care. He said, "Look at the upcoming Merrill Davis fight. That makes Davis look good." I mean, well, I mean, make it look good for what? He's fighting a bum. Rolly's a, a literal bum. But it's going to be a great fight, though. Once he Charlo versus the big 6'7 dude, for what? What's the point of fighting a big 6'7 dude for? You're not going to pay. You're not going to have to pay for it. It makes no sense to fight Sebastian Fondor. Especially at 54. What does it make sense? It's not going to be on pay-per-view. And if it's on pay-per-view, it's not going to sell. Fondor still got to continue to build up his profile, so it makes zero sense to put you in versus Fondor. It's not gonna change your. It's not gonna change your check. You fought legacy. You cleaned out a division. You've been in the division for for multiple years. Guys came. Guys gone. Cotto came. 
uh, a lot of guys came and gone. Floyd Mayweather, you put your work in there, you know. Now it's time, and now it's time to get them get them high profile money fights. Crawford, Spence. If it's Arizona Delar, if it's Gennady Golovkin, if it's Chris Eubanks Jr., if it's David Benavidez, like he called him out, you know, it's time to get those type of fights. He's not getting no younger. He need to be in those elite, superior fights. He need to seek those fights. Forget seeking out belts at this point. Since forget seeking out being undisputed again. You already did it. You already a Hall of Famer. Forget out. Go out there and, and, and get an eight, nine, ten thousand figure paydays. That's what he. That's what he got left to do. High profile fights. That's what he got left to do. High profile fights. He already fought for legacy. He already fought two for nil with 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 the with the with the with the killers at one at one fifty four. Now I was trying to go out there and get some money fights. Just my opinion. He said, "I remember watching Fondor. I think uh, fighting like two three years ago. Judge felt bad for him. The other dude should have won. He he lost. He won though. He literally won. Even when Hopkins beat Tina Trail, he didn't have the fan base that he should. No, but you know." He made the bag, and he and it rose his, it raised his profile. He said, "Whatever, bro." Get the boy dig out your mouth. He said, "I feel you on that." I was just saying because ESPN put on those small guys on. The, man, forget ESPN. Forget ESPN. Why ain't really tripping off what ESPN do? They put them. They put them. They put Lomachenko and them small dudes on there. It's it's a racially driven thing, bro. They tired of black fighters dominating the sport of boxing. How Canelo fought white people and still on the list? He dominated. He didn't have to fight Ben. I'm, I'm not. I'm tired of talking about it, bro. It's all racially driven. Mike Cominger, he don't know nothing about boxing, bro. Let's be real. Mike Cominger don't know nothing about boxing. When you ranking heavyweights, man, okay, whatever. He said, "How did Rowley become tanks mandatory?" Don't know. Ricky, salute. Maybe it's time to want to see. He can do whatever you want to do. But it's time to seek out them high-profile fights. Time to get 10, 15, 20 million dollar paydays for him. That's all he should be looking at. You tired of fighting on them lower level two for nail fights in, in front of a tennis court. He need to be in arenas. He need to be uh uh being a spectacle. He need to be a big profile fighter. You know, he be what 32? Bro, you ain't got that many years left. Go out there, you know, if it's Golovkin, if it's going to Japan and fight Murata for a belt, if it's fighting Arizona Lara. Which has a backstory if it's reprising a rivalry with uh reviving a rivalry with Demetrius Andrade, if it's David Benavidez squeezing down in weight, whatever it may be, it's time to go get it. If Tim Zuno offer you a whole bunch of money to go to Australia, I'm with it. If Terrence Crawford they can make a deal, it's time, it's, it's time to get it. It's time to get it. You already dominate the legacy. Now let's go dominate the money facet of it. You know, people people were saying that you know he was trying to get out his brother's uh his brother's shadow. You know, and I don't understand he always been a better boxer. I never understood why people say Jamal was better. He never was better a better boxer than Jamil Charlo, Mark Nash salute. He never was. You know, even when he was knocking K9 out and he was doing this, he never was a better boxer. So, you know, I don't know if it's you know jealousy there about his brother. I don't know if it's you know it's about the power, whatever it's about, bro. He's a better boxer. He, he stayed in the division, cleaned out a division. Now it's time to go get some money. Now it's time to go get some real money. Facts about blacks dominating. They don't, that's why they put all these other guys you never heard of. And ESPN won't put them dudes on their on television. They put Tony Oka, who got dominated by that uh, dude from Congo. Um, they put him on before 
They put them small guys on there. Forget them small guys. And Chocolito was overrated too, and that's why he got iced. And if he didn't get iced by Sua Rivestein, he would have got iced by uh, he would have got iced by Nuiwe anyway. And he's supposed to fight in Nuiwe, and he got iced by Sua Rivestein, so it didn't matter. And they still got got him on a pound for pound list for what? Then he get then he get robbed by Ron Estrada, so you know they both fell off my list. You know what I'm saying? He beat, you know, that Arroyo kid or whatever is in charge of Cesar Martinez kid. So what? He wasn't shit. Neither. He on the list based on what, bro? Come on, they, they just trying to figure out uh, all these ways to diminish other black fighters. And that's just all it is. Who's a damn heavyweight? Don't want to care about it. His talent's a good fighter. He's solid. He ain't shit special. He's solid. No. He struggled with uh Michael Soar, you know, had a draw with Laura. You know, it's right home about. You know, his style just gay. He was just per he was just a perfect match with Jamel Charlo. He ain't, he ain't shit special. No, we ain't gonna say in hindsight, he's something some people thought he beat Charlo the first time, but you no, know, he didn't. Since 16, watch 13 likes. Please support the show by hitting the like button. It's free. Appreciate it, Mark Nash. And then we ain't gonna go in hindsight and try to big up somebody that they wasn't. I'm sorry, he had a nice run, he stayed there long enough time to win on them belts. That nigga was there when Floyd Mayweather was there. She Lauren even moved out of there. You still feel pretty confident, crop? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I never said he was gonna win, but yeah, nothing to be scared about. Nothing to be scared about. I don't really like the caliber of fighting he beating at 54, you know. Each one, even every fighter that he fought, they all got some type of hole, and even including himself at 54, they all got some type of glaring hole. Oh, that shit don't scare nobody, bro. He always is some. He all got a glaring weakness. Is they either can walk, they can walk, or they can't chew bubblegum. Every fighter that he beat, you know, it is what it is, you know. But he struggled with John Jackson. He struggled with Tony Harris. He struggled with Brian Carlos Castanos. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people didn't have him on his pound for pound list. It's nothing to write home with. There's nothing to be scared about. He has a lot of holes in his game. It is what it is. But his durability, his punching power, and his conditioning bail him out at the end of the day. If he was a 147-pounder, he probably would have lost several times over and over again. Just being real. But at 54, all one of them fighters always got a hole. Either they can punch or ain't got no chin. They got everything and they got no footwork. They got everything, but don't have no no ten, no tenacity to close the show. It's always something. Just being honest. They say uh because Ma had more KOs and Mel fought better names when they both was at 54. Mel was the better fighter, you know. Resume is resume, but you can have a better resume and get your ass kicked by somebody who don't have a better resume. You know, Ugas got a better resume, but in my opinion, just my opinion, he's not a better fighter than Jerron Bucinis. And that's my humble opinion. Just my opinion. Said Terrence Crawford biggest uh, biggest fight. Yeah, of course. You know, that might be the biggest fight out there for both of them when it's all said and done. Why not? A lot of bigger guys made their name off, off fighting smaller guys. Get that check. You know, unless you can get Eubanks in the ring or something like that, or Lara or Golovkin. Get that check, man. Shit, fucking collecting them belts. Collect, keep collecting them checks. He said, are you am for Tuesday night fight coming up? I ain't know nobody was fighting on Tuesday. 
Who fighting on Tuesday? <laughs> he said Styles man. It do. Styles definitely make fights. It definitely do. You know, but it's what it is. It's a whole and every fighter fifty four can't be. I can't. I mean, this is subjective. You know, how do you how do you calculate the best division? We go win loss. You know, I test. I mean, it's a lot of different things to go off of. It's a tough division. You know, it's a it's a balanced division. But he been there a long time. You got to think about. He been there through Munguia upsetting um, Saddam Ali. Been there before that when Saddam Ali upset him Miguel Cotto. He been there since uh, Floyd Mayweather been there. You got to remember his twin brother won a title versus K nine first. I mean, he been there a long time since Canelo was doing his thing. He been at the division a very long time. Probably time to move up. 54 is the best division of boxing. It's a fight, fans. What dream? If it is, why nobody supporting the fights? Why ain't nobody support the pay-per-view? You know, that's all I'm saying. If it's the best division in boxing, man, it just might be a microcosm on why, you know, on on why PBC don't spend money, don't, don't, don't pour a ton of money in there and put all access on and all that for this fight. If it's if it's, if it's the best division, you know, it sure it sure ain't it sure ain't getting the reception that it should can get. <laughs> it sure ain't, and maybe that's why they don't believe in the fight best fighting the best because then, regardless of the division, the, the results gonna be the same. And that's why they believe in Marinade, but he been there a long ass time. Been there a long time. Uh, Charlie put on a box unless he did. He brought a jab too. The Stanos didn't bring no jab. Large Triple G will be legacy fights from uh, male. Yeah, Large Triple G, Demetrius Andrade, uh, Chris Eubanks Jr. You know, it's a good fight to go across overseas and get that money. Who cares? I don't know what you're talking about. 54 ain't the best division. If Tony Harrison had a guess and he'd still be champion, most skilled currently at 54. He said it's time to see the reigning undisputed champion. It says Charlo fought Castanos like how AJ should have fought Usyk. Hell no. Nah. Can't fight no Usyk like Can't fight no. You can't be no 6'6 six, six nigga fighting Usyk like that. You about to pummel Usyk. Shit. That nigga Charlo boxed last night. He ain't no way charged AJ beat uh, Usyk like that. You better pummel Usyk ass. But the thing about Usyk, I told y'all, he know how to leverage taller fighters. So you really can't bully him like that. I'm trying to tell y'all. He can't bully him like he know how to leverage all the taller fighters. That's the Tyson Fury's weakness is punching down. 54 better than 60. I mean, yeah, but 60 got better names. <laughs> 60 got better names. Chris Eubanks Jr., that's a name. However, you slice the cake, it is. Laura, that's a name. Go over to Japan and fight Murata. Triple G got paid a lot of money. That's why he can go straight into a Canelo fight. Um, Demetrius Andrade there. That's a big fight for him. Gennady Golovkin still a name. That's a big fight for him. Yeah, you know, 60 is top heavy, but that's all he needs. He only fighting once or twice a year. To get to be honest. So Jaime Maguire still down there. So yeah, you know, it's a top heavy name, but he gonna make he can, you know, build a little bit more legacy there. You know, but you know, it is what it was. Say you're right. He had he's been at the division a damn damn long. Yeah, it'd be disappointing if he didn't accomplish that. 
You know, they started off at welterweight as teenagers, I believe. 68 a week division. I mean, depends how you look at it. But it ain't weak to people because Canelo Alvarez bring the cash. You got a white American in Caleb Plant. You got a power punching powerhouse in David Benavidez and David Lemieux. They both can punch. You know, Demetrius Andrade, when they go, who knows? So it ain't the strongest. 68 ain't never really been a strong, strong uh, a domestic division in America. It's just never been. It's been a European division. That's why Hagler never jumped up. It's honest. Says the main thing I don't say is holding up Crawford and Spencer PBC isn't going to pay you millions to beat their best fighter and their whole stable look bad. I mean, it could be. 75 top heavy. Well, 75 got some um it's interesting. It's interesting because you got some good contenders in um Callum Johnson, Joshua Bellacci, mm. uh Anthony Yarbuasi, Virgil Hunter, Virgil Hunter fighter. I heard about Virgil Hunter this weekend. You still got Igner Malakoff, you still got uh Marcus Brown in there. Uh, I said goodbye to Ramirez somehow. Andre Durrell still up there. Yerniski Gonzalez somehow he's still hanging in there. Craig Richards. So Sullivan Brer, I don't know what he he fought last night and won. I don't know where he's fighting at. Uh, Mang, Fang Long. I mean, better be Evan Joe Smith. It's more of an international player. But it got some contenders in there. If you took away the champions, bro, it still would be a good division. Badu Jack. Still be a really good division. Yarden Boati is a great domestic UK fight. You throw him in there with Marcus Brown. You throw Gilberto Ramirez in there. You throw Badu Jack in there. You throw Callum Johns, who can punch. You throw uh, what's the dude that really beat Joe Smith Jr. But he uh, beat him and won the belt. So yeah, you know, it, I mean, I just I just follow a few of them dudes, man. Very talented fighters, bro. Uh, George Foreman once said, "Boxes like jazz. The better it is, the less appreciative it is." Uh, I don't. I don't believe in that. Uh, I mean, you in this case, you kind of right to donate, but uh, I. Don't, I think. I think at this point, they all fought each other. You know, and I think. Think it. I think that's what sports in America is missing a whole a big hole. You know, ho- hockey is trying to kind of trying to fill that hole right now, and that's why you see hockey popping up on major channels again, because they really killed themselves with the lockout. But, but um. But yeah, they killed themselves with the lockout and shit, man. But ain't nobody really stepping up. The NBA is hard to watch. The NFL is seasonal, as you know, most sports is. But you know, you get 82 games in the NFL, you get 100 some games in football. How many games you get in hockey? 50, 60, 70 some games. So, you know, NFL is, is like a shining armor. They was able to figure out how to how to how to how to have a, a good minor league system. That was that that was appealing, like the old USFL. They had their own sports. He said, Boots about to be the I'm gonna get the boots in one second. He said, Exactly. He said, I want to see Charlo fight a puncher. I mean, he fought Jason Rosario. Rosario, probably the hardest puncher at that division, including himself. He just can't take it. But most punchers in the history of boxing that condition can't take it. So Rosario was a, it was a monstrous puncher. So 154 is one of the least respected division boxers. There's killers all over. He came. Thing about it is, it's just not original division too. You know, and PBC didn't put a lot. And when they did put that fight on Fox, where people could see it, that fight did record-breaking numbers with Tony Harrison. You know, so when they put them when they, when they did when they put it on the on the platform that it can it can be accessible was it, it got appreciated and it got supported. Big Baby Anderson and Ross Nick's a great heavyweight. Yeah, shout out to Toledo. 
Uh, I love Big Baby Anderson. He said, I just seen the cornflake dude mad at Sean Porter because he got his ass sparked by Laura. Sean better pull up. How what are you what are you mad about? Sean retired. I think he would move up because he has nothing else to prove. Naquan, yeah. Unless you want to get some money with Crawford or Spence. He said Charlo can't get a huge bag versus front door or Crawford. I'd move up. Some zoo don't deserve. Well, out of the three fights, the, the the one fight out of the ones you named for him that he gonna get a big bag is Tim Zoo. Didn't they offer like ten million dollars? I don't know how true it is. Tim Zoo probably the only only fight that can happen that he don't get that money from. Fondora, he's still in the process of, of of being built, so you probably can see that at one sixty, or you might see him in boots down the line. Who knows? But out of the the the, the more re, the more the the more real uh, reality, the better reality of that happened is Tim Zoo. And I'm putting up that money, but I don't think Tim Zoo can stand in there with him, bro. He said, uh, salute CJ in the pound shot to Charlotte. Can Crawford take that power, though? Best way, you know, you don't take the power, you don't stand in there and get hit. That's the thing about it. Did you know Floyd Mayweather stand there and let Oscar Delahoy and Canelo beat on his ass? Hell no. Best chin, what they say is a chin that don't get hit. But I don't think, I don't think he would get in there if he couldn't take it. You know, because ain't nobody asked him to call out Jamil Charlo. Not a soul in this world said, you know what, man? You know, I think that nigga should call out Jamil Charlo. Well, nobody saying that shit like people saying, well, Floyd should fight Triple G. And that's what the haters were saying. Well, nobody saying that shit about uh, Terrence Crawford. <laughs> he chose to call him out on his own. And he must see something. But, you know, Charlo twins, they, they beatable. I'll tell you that. It ain't going to be easy, though. He said, uh, if little Charlo take the Benavidez fight before his brother Jamal better retire because his face was he hid behind his security or behind his mans. Ain't no shame in that game. <clears throat> Hold on one real quick. So the NFL schedule is like the NBA set up the 82 game. Seven, yeah, okay, 82. I don't know. I play 82 in hockey. That shit physical. Porter has a habit of saying things that he should he should be saying off the cuff. Yeah, you know, I think that's probably what it was, huh? And people still look at him as, as an active fighter, too. So he got a point. He felt Sean clowned uh, basically for getting knocked out or he didn't like the criticism. Well, I mean, I guess they, I guess they still look at Sean. I kind of like, I think it's like Kendrick Perkins in the NBA. They still look at Sean as a. Uh, they still look at Sean as a, as a peer. So you really can't be talking reckless unless you go out there and put 50 pounds on and. You know, you out of shape, but then Tyson Fury proved that you can shed that. So, you know, it is what it is. People going to, you know, challenge him on that. It's supposed to be a brotherhood, but he's a part media. He's a part, it's part of the media. Crawford not going 12 versus Jamil getting knocked in hit the way he fought last night would be a problem. I don't think it would be a problem. I don't think it would be a problem. You know, because you got to understand, too, that Crawford is just not going to follow him around the ring and not jab. You got to understand. Castanos had one way, one way, and that's going inside. Crawford is, is longer than Castanos. He's a better pedigree of fighter. Now, Castanos took a punch through 22 rounds, and that's the question. When people move up and wait, can you take a punch? That's the number one question. But Charlo, you know, Charlo's skill set, he is totally different. I mean, can, 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 Crawford's skill set is totally different. You know, it wouldn't be no problem. You know, and can, can he box Crawford? Can he box Crawford? That's the question. Can he outbox him on the back foot, or would he try to pummel him? Pummel him? Then Crawford well well enough to know 
that if he gonna challenge this dude, he know exactly how he gonna fight him, and it's hoes. So that that that's the why Charlo used to fight. He used to have close fights with that style all the time. Well, Vinus Montrosian gave us. There was a reason why he got away from that style because he was having too many debatables. And that's why he went out there and wanted to be a, pot, a knockout puncher. There's plenty. It's plenty of, 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 of fights. Well, I don't say plenty. There's a few fights out here. That's a, that's the reason why he don't fight like that no more. He don't. He never been able to take pressure. You probably bet. You probably best serve is you know walking right right walking right out that corner and punching him right in his fucking mouth. He gonna go to the ropes. Different world. Because Stanley sort of picked up a jab. He probably would have had a better opportunity to win. Blood not going to 54. You never know. He was going there. Patrick Shearer had lost to Carlos Adamas. And Adamas is a 160-pounder. And his videos and him sparring Adamas. Interchange his sparring partner. So he probably could go to 54. But at the end of the day, depending on who there. You going to go up there and fight Sebastian Fondora? Hell no. Come on. You going to go in there and fight? Oh, I don't even know who else there. Tony Harrison? Hell no. It got to be the right. It got to be a fight like this for the majority of the belts or all the belts. Or it got to be a guy like Tim Zhu where I go to Australia, rob the bank, and get the hell up out of there. Not going up there to fight Sebastian Fondor. Nobody's that dumb. Especially unless, you know, unless he's bringing them Canelo paydays eventually then. And yeah. If Spence not fighting Crawford this year, why not stay active, get boots a shot? Spence the same guy saying that he was coming uh, up. Uh, dudes wasn't giving him opportunity, but he probably a hip, probably a hypocrite. You know, is that a probably there? Probably a hypocrite. Is he doing the same thing to Terrence Crawford? That's a good segue. He doing the same thing to Terrence Crawford that was that was done to him. Probably a hypocrite. He is a hypocrite. He playing ring around the rose. He just was Sean Porter, Terrence Crawford. I mean Sean Porter, Keith Thurman, Danny Garcia did to him. He doing the same thing in Terrence Crawford for years. He doing the same damn thing uh, that Terrence Crawford did, that he went through. He did it to Terrence Crawford. He did it for the last three or four years. Trolling them. Keith Thurman trolling them. <laughs> you know, Sean Porter and them said he ain't you know, worth nothing right now to them. Danny Garcia avoiding them for years. He doing, he doing, he been doing the same thing to Crawford that was done to him coming up, so... Probably hypocrite. He is a hypocrite. You know, he is a pump faker. And that, and that's just the fact of the matter of it is. You know, and if you don't control your career, stop acting like you're the type of dude that control your career. You don't. You know, but why? Get, I mean, if you he gonna, why would he give Boots a chance and not Crawford, not Spence? I mean, not Crawford. Crawford gonna bring a better better payday. They both bring risk. But you're seeing people saying, well, you know. Uh, Boots will probably beat Spence. Well, hold on. Boots will probably beat Crawford. Hold on. Last time I checked, ain't that his mandatory? He going for the IBF. He going for the IBF. <laughs> so he owe mandatory. No, he easily probably could have went the WBO route, but you no know, Ortiz went the WBO route. Ortiz with the so. You know, like I said before, if he want to fight Jerron Boots in this, that's fine. But I just don't see I don't see the risk matching reward. That's like Charlo fighting Fondor. For what? Both still making both still making names. You know, and Jerron Ennis doing what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to call these dudes out. And to be honest, he might not, he might not go rounds. 
until you fight them or until you move to another weight class. Last night, you know, people said he a little bit too wild with his shots. Last time, last night, he showed his versatility. He kept it short and, and straight, straight and short last night. He's showing you the he's showing you the complete package. He can come wide, you know. He can come short. He can come straight. Why why was Spence getting the ring ring with him, and and and, and leave a leave a, a, a legacy fight and a big money fight with Crawford? That's a huge fight with Crawford. I mean, you heard L Cool J talking about it. You heard Stephen Jackson pushing for it. You know what I'm saying? Little Boosie and them pushing for it. That's a big fight. You know, and is Jerron Ennis even the cancellation prize in that? No, it's Keith Thurman. Jerron Ennis got his own legacy to carve at 147 pounds. That may include Connor Ben, eventually, eventually Virgil Ortiz, eventually maybe Ordinance Ugas, Keith Thurman, Josh Taylor, Regis Progress, Gary Anton Russell. Nobody talk about their rivalry in the amateurs. That's what his legacy, you know, that's what his legacy may include somewhere down the line. Maybe Devin Haney, don't know. Maybe Sionis, maybe Raz a 2F, maybe Jamal James next. Who knows? Michael Fox, who knows? He got his own legacy to carve. And, you know, if he carving a legacy like he should be carving a legacy, you know, maybe him and Earl Spencer Crawford fight at 54. Maybe not. But he shouldn't, he shouldn't hitch his trailer to the back of their trucks. Make, you know, it really don't make no sense. Go carve your own legacy out. And if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. But I just hope that him and Virgil Ortiz and, and company just don't stretch this, stretch this out. Like Al Heyman stretched out this welterweight division. Go ahead and fight and get it over with. Go ahead and get it over with. You know. Go ahead and, and knock and knock these and knock these dubs, get them dubs and build your legacy. But yeah, that don't make no sense. You know, only haters gonna push that on, on Arrow Spin. That don't make no even if he the mandatory, he, he moved high, decide to move up. So what? You know, I'm gonna defend my belt for him for for, for, for verse penny for pennies. Hell no. That don't make no business sense. If I'm gonna get my ass kicked. I'm gonna get my ass kicked for the highest for the highest dollar. Don't leave me in real. You know, but like I said before, he posed to call out Errol Spence. He posed to draw with Errol Spence. That's what he posed to do. That's what Errol Spence did with the other, you know, top fives for Keith Thurman. Floyd Mayweather had him hunt down Keith Thurman. He said that Joe Smith Jr. retired at Alvaro. No, nah, I heard that man. He came. He coming back, or he did come back. Shout out to uh, Kid Bud. I heard that other Alvarez was coming back, or he did. I can't remember. I heard that. So I seen that David pushed him and ran, and he and him ran. Uh, Harrison showed us how to beat Charlo. He couldn't take the punches. They're just touching him. He just fight too. He just fight too tight. That's a tall off for Crawford. Well, you know, he must think it's. He must think he can do it. That's what boxing is, taking risks. You know, it's all about taking risks. You know, people didn't think that Roberto Duran could beat Iran Barkley, but he beat him. You know, he beat him. 
You know, some people probably would have said that, you know, Roy James Tony was a little bit too much for Roy Jones to bite off. That's what makes boxing great. Why stay on why stay on the career plan? You know, keep fighting fights. You know you're gonna win and you know you're gonna dominate. Take a risk. Take a risk. He said you while back all of them guys who want to fight the best when they coming up, when they become champions, it change. Yeah, money changes them. Keep firming. Told you that money changes that. And understandably so. So I get it. He said, How you see Fondora Tim Zoo? Fondora, Fondora. Fondora. I think Tim Zoo probably better match up with uh, uh Brian Castanos. Fondora probably. And Castanos might have a chance rush for I got Fondora. Castanos might have a chance rush Fondora, but he don't jab enough, bro. So I don't think nobody beat Fondora. Not name Jamel Charlo. He said, well, Heyman can make Charlo stick around for Bud. He could, but, you know, it's all about how comfortable he make the weight. I don't know. None of these fighters control their careers. Canelo do. Well, you can say Eddie Renoso control his career. He might be right on that. Demir. Spence wants uh, Crawford and said Boots got to wait his time. He ain't going to fight no damn Boots. He ain't going to fight no Boots. Not at 47. Brian said Tim is not ready for Charlo. Hey, I mean, Brian, somebody on the outside looking in. I don't think he's ready for him either, though. Thought he had a chance. He's not ready for that. He's not ready for that. His father not going to let him bark up that tree. Boost a similar situation at 47 that Paul Williams was back in. Paul Williams got, you know, he younger than Paul Williams probably, right? I would imagine he. What is Jerome Boots in this? What is he? Um... Out because you're playing now. 24. He won't he be 25 of June, yeah. It's time, it's time, it's time to make a boss move. <laughs> but one thing I love about his career is that he racked up, he racked up a huge number of wins. That's how you get better. He got 30, he got 29 wins already. He got 29 wins. He's been professional since uh 2016. So uh Six years he's been professional. And on that, he on average for five fights a year, right? Yeah. He almost on he just he just below. If he if he fight again, you know, he'll be right around it because his 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 uh his year to date he turned pro just April 30th when he turned pro. So so yeah, they did a good you know whoever handling them, Cameron Duncan doing a good job. He on track for almost six or uh, five fights a year. Yep, you know that's how you want. That's the only way you're gonna get better is by it's by doing it, bro. All that 10, 15, 5 minutes, you need fights. Every training camp, if it's one round, 10 rounds, four rounds, you know. Uh, but support the channel, cash app, dollar sign, CJ Good313. Appreciate y'all supporting the channel. Make sure you thumbs up the video. Yeah, all that shit matter, bro. That's 30, that's 29 training camps he didn't have. You know, he got he got damn near more fights than Earl Spence. And he become champion, he should ramp that. He should ramp that number up, but he should keep going. So he not uh, he not the kid is very robotic and stiff. He can punch though. I think Jamel hits him with a bomb. And, yeah, but I just think he consistent. I don't think he like real stiff. I think his punches flow. His punches flow very very well. He he smooth. I can't really say he robotic. And a lot of Eastern Europeans are upright robotic. He's smooth, but I just don't think I don't think he got the reflexes to get out the way. 
my opinion. Said PPC did a terrible job managing and all building. Yeah, they did. They did, Demir. You know, but you know, if they would have kept the free TV model, they probably would have three or four pay-per-view stars. That's why Deontay Water became a stud. Because everybody was seeing him just knock people out. If he was on people undercards, they every time they seen Water, he was knocking somebody out, knocking Charlie V out in the gym. Knocking somebody every time you seen Wilder constantly. What, what how many fights did Wilder finish with? I can't say he finished. Hopefully, he do come back. But Deontay Wilder, that's how Canelo built his now. Canelo built his his, you know, before he started fighting on May with the undercars, he built his popularity fighting on free Mexican TV till he caught a body, and then they end up bringing him back to free TV after that. Yeah, uh, uh Deontay got 45 fights. You know, you got to think about it. He probably been wearing, you know, you know, he probably been, you know, fighting once or twice a year the last couple of years. Crawford and Mel Casillo, they both going to talk trash. They may even have a pre-fight scuffles. Both going to want to make a statement. Yes, you know, that's some money fight, Charlo. Going to be the first, you know, bigger guy to make money off of a smaller guy. He said, Boo's not going to fight as much as he used to once he makes it. Yeah, I mean, that's proven. That's, that's a proven fact right now. That's a proven fact right now. Well, he fought. He fought two times in the pandemic. He did fight three times. My bad. He fought three times in the pandemic. He fought. Well, he fought one fight before, so he fought two. So he fought three in the pandemic. One was a no contest, no decision because of Chris Van Deer. Uh, Nineteen, he fought twice. Eighteen, he fought five times. So, yeah, he should though. That's how you end up with all them title defenses. You should be as active as you can. Crawford versus Jamel only will sell if Crawford bets Spence. In my opinion, Crawford stayed with top ranking too long. Then to build him to uh then build. I don't nobody building their careers to superstar levels, though. So nobody's getting built to superstar levels. So it don't matter if he was with PBC with top rank, nobody building stars. That fight gonna sell. Trust me. Crawford coming off a little bit of momentum. Jamel coming off a lot of momentum. They both gonna be talking. They both uh, you know, they both alpha dogs. That fight is sale. That fight is sale. Sure, Charlo just need a, a American talking, American talking uh, a dance partner, just like he had with Terrence, uh, with Tony Harrison. Stanis could get Thurman too. Thurman is in man. Thurman will dog walk Stanis. You know, Dark Thurman will. Tom Thurman probably spark him, in my opinion. He'll spark him. I think he'll spark Stanis. And if he don't, Stanis probably come on hot. Stanis probably come in, come on hot at the end. And Keith, he might start Keith at the end, or Keith might edge it, but I, I got Keith. Keith got Keith, Keith got too much movement for Stanis, but Stanis could break him down. Stanis could, but Steve Keith ain't gonna sit there and bang with him though, like uh old boy did Rass at with two F. He ain't gonna sit there and let and let Stanis beat on him not early. Maybe at the end of the fight he will, but you know, uh yeah, he said, I wait, I wait, I hope Boots don't then sign with those testy Al. Wow. That, that man is going to start his career out. Al Hammond single-handedly destroyed the welterweight division. No, he ain't signed with Al. He said, facts. He said, Spence people check Boots' team for talking trash, but they are picking him to beat Crawford. Like I said, that just let you know the amount of respect that they got. That let you know that they don't they don't want to fight him. They know it's a bad, it could be a bad style for their mans, but he can't beat Crawford right now. Crawford not going. Crawford not cussing your fucking Clayton. Trust me. 
You know, but you know, he ain't gonna get blew out. He ain't, I don't think he get knocked out. He might. He might. They can't be Crawford right now. Can't be Smith right now. It's the levels to it. You know, he might be one of the special dudes that he might be able to do it, but he only went uh I think six rounds might be his the high the longest he went. Yeah, six. Yep, six is high. So but nonetheless, let's end off on Errol Spence now. Errol Spence, you know, did some interviews last night and where he talked about uh they asked him what about an update for the uh Terrence Crawford fight. He really didn't provide an update. He said it's going. And my thing is, at the end of the day, bro, what what's gonna be their cutoff, they cutoff line for this fight? That's the question. What's gonna be the cutoff? The cutoff day for this fight. That's the million dollar question. When they're gonna say, well, we moving on. You know, um and that'll be interesting, you know, when they when they figure that out. But at the end of the day, he said it's going. He didn't really provide no major update. But he did talk about uh Terrence Crawford's uh trainer. And basically he said that, you know, he's five seven, he fought a super pet super heavyweight that he ain't got no you know he ain't got no discipline because his weight how you gonna tell his fighter to be disciplined you know what i'm saying but freddie roasting had no defense as a, as a coach and he probably be telling his his fighters to defend it's a lot of things virgin hunter, hunter never boxed you know but he was able to help lead andre ward to a world championship and andre ward father trusted virgin hunter with his son so like i said before and while he while he talking about bomac is because Bomax said over the years he has not improved as a fighter. And I guess that 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 hurt him that he he disrespected his craft. And it wasn't like he was joking, he was dead ass serious. He said that in that Ugas fight, he said he's seen some holes in his game um that still ain't been fixed, and Crawford gonna beat his ass. I mean, that's what he posed to say. Even if he don't see holes in his game, or he don't, you know, he posed to say that, and you know, Errol Spence, you know, got in his feelings. Posted this box record. He's still on some shit that we talked about three weeks ago. You know, is it smoking mirrors not to make the fight? Is it something to help build the fight? But everything that he didn't said about Crawford and about Crawford team and, and he getting the ring with Crawford, he gonna have to answer to that. And that's what he gotta understand. Everything he's talking about, and they do get in the ring, he gonna have to answer for that. And. He could be bringing the best Crawford that we we ain't seen yet. You notice a lot of people when you ask their opinion on this fight, they kind of tiptoe the line because they seem to be cold with both, cool with both of them. But I, I think in the, in people's heart of hearts, they know how this gonna end. Even his fans know how this gonna end. You know, and he know how this gonna end. Al Heyman know how this gonna end. His supporters know how this gonna end. They can be hopeful. What's that Eclipse album, Lord Willing? They could be Lord Willing hopeful. But all them people that standing with him, that come with him, they, they know how that's going to end. My old boy that's always with him in the back, his other homie, they all know how this going to end. They all know how this going to end. They know how this going to end. And if he get in the ring like a man, he answered to Terrence Crawford, he he knew he knew from the he knew from the day that he called him out how it was gonna end. He knew when he told him to get a belt, no, he wasn't gonna fight him. He knew how this was gonna end. 
so he can continue to get the shovel and dig a hole, dig a hole, dig a hole. <laughs> he can, like Jay Z said, he could dig a hole. He said that when it spills outside of the booth, that's how you, that's how you know. I know you niggas outside of your truth. Come on, you know that how this is going in. It's no secret. And I think I think it's going to be somewhat of a, a a victory lap for him to finish. And I think if he does beat Terrence Crawford, it's going to be it's going to be one of the biggest this the biggest accomplishment in his life. But he know how it's gonna end, and everybody tiptoeing around around the fight. You know, it's a reason why this fight didn't happen a long time ago. It's a big reason why. You know, and they know, even that man he hugging right through Jamil Heron. He cool with both of them, but he know how it's gonna end. <laughs> you know, unless Bud lose a limb or Bud get old overnight, he gonna whoop he gonna whoop his ass. He gonna whoop his ass. He gonna whoop his ass, and that's what's gonna happen. He know it, and all this trolling that he doing, and all this talking, he gonna answer to that. Bud ain't gonna let you disrespect nobody on this team and not answer for it. So you know he can talk all he want to. He can talk about how he ain't pound for pound and all this and that. We know what happened when top ranked fighters cross the street. We know what happened when they get off the leash and they and they come on the other side of the street. Them big boys, they go hide in their house. Them big boys, they get in their doghouse and don't come out. Them big boys jump to another street and try to be bad. They try, they don't go around the corner and pull that shit on them other dudes. <laughs> Chris Tucker said, <laughs> Smokey said, everybody know, bro. Like Boosie said, Bud, nigga, Bud gonna knock him out. And, it, and you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pomp and circumstance if he make it on his feet, if he see the decision. It is. And they've been they've been they've been hoping Bud get old. They've been hoping Bud fall off a cliff. They be hoping he physically fall off. And he here. And he's still here. They was hoping that he had a, a lawyer's fight with a top rank so they could slide out of there. And he free. You know, what's Kenny say about Terrence Crawford and Sean Paul? He said he don't he he don't want the fight, but it's here. And Spence never wanted this fight. So he can continue to run his mouth because. Real stone cold fighters, they don't have to run their mouth. They're gonna show you better than they can tell you. And if he do get in the ring and he get his ass beat and he never make another dollar off boxing, I'll be happy to the motherfucker. I hate that motherfucker as a boxer. I said it like that. I can't stand him as a boxer. If he get in there and he have a Rocky Five moment where he in his basement and he broke his hell, it serves him right. I can't stand a fucking hypocrite. I can't stand somebody that's fake. Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope somebody knock his goddamn teeth out. I'd be happy. I'd be happy. I, I hope, I hope, I hope Bud put a TBC brand on that boy ass. Because I told y'all before, when I think everything that's bad in this new generation of boxing, I make it synonymous with him. Fruit. Let me stop before I get banned. He says the onus is good. He said anything less than 45%. I think Bud Crawford can move on. I'm just talking. I think Sean Porter said fight talk numbers. Who fights the onus? The onus gonna get that step aside bag. Spence not gonna lay down though. Of course he's not, because he can't. 
His career won't never be the same if he let anybody. The only person that can let the quit is Roberto Duran. We can move on. He ain't going to lay down. But if he do lay down, hey, he going to have to get put down. He going to have to get put down. He know how to, all these motherfuckers know how it's going to go. All of them know how it's going to go. But where you got to go? You going to fight fucking Fondor for short tips? Crazy as hell. Going to fight Canelo? Go be my guest. Might be the best time to get him. Better not fight in Dallas. He fight in Dallas, you can guarantee it's a knockout. He fight in Dallas, he, he going to get knocked out trying to knock out Spence. So it don't matter where it's at. That, that man going to try to knock him out. Everybody know you come to Dallas. Well, I don't even think they probably robbed for that nigga in Dallas. They they truly kind of robbed for, for the Hispanics, bro. So I don't really think the scorecards would be an issue in Dallas. In Texas, I think they really ride for like the Juan Diaz's, the Canelo Alvarez's, the uh, and fighters like that. I don't think they ride for niggas in Texas. Well, you could people could say Castano's got robbed, so yeah, I might be tripping. I, I mean, might be tripping. <laughs> I might be tripping on that one. Says Spence has never beat a unified champ or took a belt from undefeated champion. Fact face, uh, a fact, no debating it. Um, but he has taken this belt from all from all guys who had it though, but. It is what it is. But, you know, his continued Casada on Byron, on, on Bowman just, you know, just let you know how sensitive he is. That's why they sit there with, with PBC and Kelly Swanson and ban all y'all niggas from channels. You should just tell what type of nigga he is, too, because, you know, he rolled with, uh he he be fucking with Fred still. That doesn't let you know what type of nigga he is, bro. You know, so. Who had 47 besides Bud and Spence could T run the can run the Bud? Uh the boy, Jerron Ennis. The Virgil Ortiz gets some defense. Yeah, him too, but no defense. You think Boost can clean out 50 corner 50? I don't know. Gotta get, get to 47 for, but uh, you know, I think he got the talent. I know for a fact he beat a couple dudes at 54 in the gym. I mean, it wasn't even close. <laughs> It wasn't even close. I'm not gonna say their name because I respect them. He said Nate uh Boost is a big welterweight, but Fondora is a super sized new welterweight. Sugar source loop from the history, Bud Crawford steps up when the lights are brightest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, Stop with fellow, you hate no spence. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm a hater like you, but my wrist big. Now he has to be, he got the best chance. Ortiz got some defense, man. Ortiz have a great chance too. He just ain't got no damn defense. And everybody said Boost get hit too much. They listening because last night he didn't get touched. Last night he didn't get touched, and he wasn't wide last night. He kept everything short and, and, and straight. You calling the drunken guy? That's between y'all. Brooke coming off a loss, broken face for law for loss. Ugas Porter is EJ best win. What about Danny Garcia? I think Danny Garcia probably his best performance because he ain't losing around. I think that's his best performance, but you know, Sean Porter, you know, anything with speed gonna bother Errol Spence. I tell you that right now. Speed gonna always bother him. He ain't fast. So Sean Porter's super fast. So it's just if Sean Porter could find a way to find leverage on his shots and punch hard, Sean Porter. It'll be a problem, bro. But speed gonna bother him, bro. You know, that's how you be you beat him with foot speed and all that stuff. 
Uh, he says not Char CJ Charlo not trending in Texas, not reporting on uh, undisputed. Sad. Hey, you would be the guy that that tell me that. <laughs> what, up, what up though, Joey? Actually, hold on. Where Danny Garcia been? The Thurman not gonna fight him. Why not Danny versus Boots? Well, man, Danny they ain't making that fight. They both from Philly. You're going to get hit when you're trying to stop a guy. Yeah, I mean that's just gonna happen. Let me get out of here. I'm watching the Dallas Mavericks game, man. And uh, Benavidez and you fight week. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. I'll, I'll be on the road next week, man. So I won't be watching it. But um, uh, as soon as I get it, as soon as I touch down, I, I try to watch it and do a video as soon as I can. But uh, yeah, I think it's. Let me look up the schedule real quick for y'all. Uh, I did, I missed Onyx last night from Cypress Hill. Did Cole have win last night? I know uh, Evan Holyfield got knocked out yesterday. Like I saw that. He got a fucking stretch. I was seeing that, seeing it on YouTube. Somebody hit me up, said he got hit. Oh yeah, Kovalev wanted uh, a ten round decision over Pueb brother, who was undefeated. Yeah, he wanted a ten round decision. His crew, I think, it might be his cruiserweight debut. So next week we got Benavidez, Joshua Bawati, and Craig Richardson on the zone. Uh, Zinebic is taking for that. Uh, it's fighting on the IBF interim. I'm not sure that's ESPN. Mickey Bay and Tevin Harmon are supposed to be fighting, and Monty Monster Man Williams is back. And then the following week is Javante Tank Davis and Roby Fight Week. That's gonna be big. He said, Don't put Danny put up no resistance. He says, Jamel won't get his flowers to retire. Like most fighters, the Suns. Yeah, we'll see, man. I hope Dallas win, kind of, but I ain't got nothing against the Suns. My boy, Deep Book from the Mint, anyway. But I hey, appreciate y'all. Peace.